Hello and welcome back. It's time for Say What, where we hear from those connected to the industry about what's going on in our world of electrical apprenticeship. And this includes the topics that you have suggested to us, so be sure to keep those coming. I'm your host, Cindy Sandifer, and I am joined by Todd Stafford, the Executive Director of the Electrical Training Alliance. And we have got a treat for you. While we were in Vegas for the Fall Regional Seminar in early December, we set up a spot near the welcome reception and got to chat with some of the participants. So you get to enjoy. All right, so I have got a good friend sitting with us, not just Todd, Todd's a good friend too. Um, but I've got Danny Van Sickle, and he is from the Jacksonville JTC, mm -hmm. right? Nice. Okay, let's make sure we're telling this correctly. We are in Vegas, so things get a little crazy here. Um, you were telling me about something really cool that I'd like you to share, um, that you do a sports radio, I don't want to mess it up, but a sports radio chat. And you can you describe that for me? Because I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So several years ago, our LMCC was looking for ways to advertise. Uh, one of the things that they had thought about was doing some TV. And so we actually um, had like several morning shows in the Northeast Florida area. And I did some TV interviews with them. And then they give you the HD file off of that. And then we took that HD file, created a YouTube channel, and uploaded it to it. But then we heard about the opportunity to do sports talk radio. So uh, I would go on uh, two or three times a month, uh, sit down and talk sports with a local sports talk radio personality. His name is Rick Blue. He's a sideline reporter for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm -hmm. We talk sports for about 12 or 13 minutes. Um, he's, uh, he's a big Florida State fan, like myself. Okay. Um, obviously, works for Jaguars, so we have a lot we talk about. But we'll spend the next four to seven minutes talking about apprenticeship. And, uh, you know, it's a really good way to get the word out into the area. Uh, we did some studies and we looked at our applications, spikes on when they come and when they don't come, and we saw really good growth anytime we did one of them radio interviews. Mm -hmm. So we kind of tracked that, and then we've got about three or four points that we always hit on every single interview, and then there's a theme to every single one I try to hit. So one interview, I might talk a little bit about the app two test, or another interview, I'll talk a little bit about the applications process. But we have some power, some points that we always hit on, right. tuition free, earn as you learn, work from day one, right. things like that. Right. And uh, it's worked out very good for us, it's fun for me, and um, our LMCC has seen good success out of it. That's that, pretty exciting. As yeah. far as that, I'm, I'm, as well as I know you keep statistical data as well as far as seeing the increase in applicants that you mentioned, but also the retention rate of those that you are finding now. I would guess your retention rate's also improving too. Yeah, in Northeast Florida, we've done really good. So over the last five years, our first to second year retention rate, we've been able to get into the teens. So we're sitting right around oh, 18 to 19 oh, percent wow. there. Um, second year to third year, we had it down to 11. We saw a little bit of a jump in the pandemic. Sure. Right. So you got to you have to kind of throw that out. But one of the things that we really wanted to do when we really ramped up our recruiting efforts in 2016 was really to cast a, a wide net and try to get as many applicants as possible. Because we felt like the more applicants we had, the more truer to the rating scale that we can have. So we also tracked all of our rating scale over the last five years. And what we found when you look at that in a matrix, um, like let's say our number 10 person may have been at 89. Well, the next year, our number 10 ranked person was at 93. And across the board, we saw growth for all four years until the pandemic. It was raising every single year. So our number 50 person may have been a, a 81. And then three years later, our number 50 person was a 88. So 
by casting a water net, really getting into underserves and really all parts of town, we're able to increase our applications. Applications went up 30%, so we had over 400 applications this past year. So we've really been able, through the radio, through the TV, get the word out and really increase our applications. We're also in five high schools now, so we automatically get those applications when our high schools do our pre-apprenticeship. So right. we've really been able to reach a lot of people in Northeast Florida. That's great, and that's I was kind of wanted you to say that because for people that are listening, Sometimes it's hard, I mean, I don't think we, you know, we're not always creative. It's easy to kind of do what's normal, what you've always done. And so I think it's good to hear what someone else is doing because you can think, oh, well, in my area, maybe it's not that, right? But there's something similar where other JTCs can find ways um, to reach people that would have never otherwise heard. So I think that's great. Yeah, and you really have to adapt. You know, things, if you look at the technology around us, the explosion of social media over mm -hmm. the last five, that nine years, you really have to kind of go where the time's there. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like the saying says, you keep doing the same thing, don't be surprised when you get the same results. We wanted to make our results better. We wanted to get a better quality of candidate. We wanted to get more candidates. Uh, and we felt like by getting a better quality candidate, our retention rates were also reflect that mm -hmm. because they'd be less likely to not make it through the school if they were a better candidate to get into the school. Right, right. absolutely. Exactly. Danny's proven the point we've always said about widening the application pool gives you a greater choice to choose from. Well, the greater choices gives you what? Better applicants, better process mm -hmm. uh, apprentices move through the system. Danny proves that point. So outstanding right. job. Yeah, and people that just would have never known otherwise, right? Never known anything about it. So mm -hmm. that's okay. So now I want to know something about you. What's your favorite part? of your your work what is your favorite part of the work you do you know, really my favorite part is probably the very first night of class before the pandemic we had an orientation mm -hmm. so uh that's the one night that we're able to get everyone together um, when i took over to school we had around 177 apprentices uh we're up to 330 registered inside IntelliData apprentices now uh, we have another 60 pre-apprentices that are registered with the state and about 139 CWs. But the, the first night of school, we get all the apprentices together. And because we're a night school, our apprentices go on Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday. So it's the one night a year that everybody gets together. Yeah. So uh, for me to be able to look over that audience and see everyone mm -hmm. and, and really see the growth of our school, we have all of our administrators there. Uh, we recognize our instructors in front of everyone. Um, so, you know, it's always interesting to see which instructors get the most applause from the students that are out there. Um, but it's, it's really a chance to get everybody in one spot. And really, when you see the look on the first year apprentice's eyes, because up until that point, even at their interview process, they only saw four or five people right. out in the yes. lobby. They don't even realize how big a scope that it is until they get to that first night. And then they look around, they can actually go talk to a fifth year apprentice. And they can actually, they, they've heard about this five-year thing and heard about the money they're going to make and heard about how great it is. Now they have someone they can right. go talk to and ask about and learn from. Um, when we did that orientation, I would bring up a fourth or a fifth-year apprentice to come talk to the crowd because I can tell them until they're blue in the face about how great this is. Yeah. When yeah. they hear it from one of their own, someone that has went through it and that is a peer of theirs, it's going to mean a lot more to sure. them. So uh, really, that's probably my favorite part is to see everybody there at one time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's too cool. See everybody at one time, and I, more than that, just I always call it like bringing feel like the part of the family when you bring them in. What it is, and I guess everybody see their entire family at one time is pretty cool. As well as you get to see them, as well as saying I see you starting today, and with the experience, you start picking out and watching them as they go through their apprenticeship model. They top out, become journey level workers. Right. I'm sure you brought some back to be a journeyman uh, and instructor since then time as journey yep. level workers. So, right. pretty exciting. So we're here in Vegas for the regional seminar, which is so we can learn and grow together. You gonna do anything fun while you're here? 
Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I, of course I'm going to have some fun. You're in, you're in Vegas. Um, no, really, uh, it, it's kind of funny. You asked a question about what my favorite part is, and that's that seeing everybody. Um, because of the pandemic last year, uh, the way how we've had to do NTI, um, I can tell you this, whenever I was an instructor for 16 years before I took over, and teaching a full year it really takes a lot out of you. If you if if you really put everything into it like you're supposed to, between the lesson plan and everything, really takes a lot out of you. And I could tell you that whenever I went to NTI, it was like a recharge. Like mm. I wanted to run through a, a brick wall whenever I went back to my JATC. Right. <laughs> so having not been able to to have those kind of events over the last several years, mm -hmm. by having these kind of regional seminars, and, and some of these guys I'm on committees with, I'm on NFPA with, right. and stuff. So I see some of these guys, but there's other ones that. I, I wouldn't have seen if it wouldn't have been for this. Um, we didn't have a train director association conference this past year. So really having events like this uh, to kind of get as many people as you can together, see other apprenticeship directors, network with them, talk to them, find out about what works in their program. Uh, one of the things I've always done is try to talk to other directors and to see how they do it. Mm -hmm. And if I can pick out a piece or a part of it that makes our school better, all the more better for us and then um, I'm always glad to share our successes with anybody that's at a conference but really to come here and to see everybody and to kind of get together again really is a good feeling. Oh, it's too, and it's been way too long. It's been 643 days since our last regional. Wow. How I had to look minutes? it up to find that out, right? <laughs> 643 days since we had our last regional conference. We finished Clearwater, Florida in 2020. Oh, yeah. So done. It was like right before. I remember we were talking. Yeah. That's what was nuts. Right. We were in Clearwater. Mm -hmm. um, and we have we had the NTI advisory committee right. meeting right before the regional seminar kicked off. And in that meeting, it was being discussed about COVID and it was what was going to happen and then like what a month yeah. less than a month later uh, two weeks later we have a, a, yeah. right. and if, if we can go. just get through this over the next four or five months we'll be yeah, good right yeah. right and we'll yeah. be ready to get That's back going did. I did the calculations all the math the most uh, the vaccine being available and how fast it can propagate out to the population everybody get vaccinated I said oh, we got nine months ten months next Christmas we're fine well, it, 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 I don't think it didn't allow for the human element to get involved. Yeah, yeah. the math is easy, but I forgot about the human element to get involved. That's, That's right. Yeah. yeah, the data uh, and the numbers are totally different. Right. different. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Danny, for taking, to, taking for some time me. with us. We're going to let you go get some good food and okay. maybe some drinks, whatever you want to do. Enjoy socializing with your peers. Um, but thank you again so much for hanging yeah. out. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Awesome. Thanks, thank you. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Let us know who you are and how you're connected with the industry. Uh, my name's Dave Helsel. I'm with um, Collins Electrical Company, uh, IBW Local 100. I sit on the JTC uh, committee uh, for the local. Mm -hmm. So I was on the management side, obviously. Okay. So went from apprentice, journeyman, the whole path that a lot of folks do, and right. now I sit, sit on the other side of the table. So. Well, thank you for your help there, because that experience is valuable on the JDC committee. We know that, and we appreciate you for doing that as well. Absolutely. So it's a thankless job, not paid, so I know it's volunteer, so oh. all your time. Right. Yeah, but you get to come to fun things like this. That's true, <laughs> yeah. It's free shrimp outside in the exactly. Lobby, right? I know. Exactly. Let's talk about what we're really here for. <laughs> we're here for the fun. No, I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. We're here to learn. I mentioned that mm -hmm. we're growing. We're learning. That's what we're here for. Um, but you obviously, I'm sure you're busy just with the things you've mentioned that you do. But do you have any hobbies, anything you enjoy doing in your spare time, if you have any? <laughs> do you have, have free any. time? Yeah. I don't, I don't have any because <laughs> the, other, the other side of it, my, um, in Fresno, I, I, originally, I, I served my apprenticeship in 595 in, in Oakland, in the Bay Area. Right. We were, my dad and grandfather were both out of 595. Mm -hmm. So um, 
But my wife, her family's been in the Fresno area for, she's sixth generation, cattle ranchers. Oh, so wow. you're asking, my free time is when I'm not here, <laughs> now we're over there. And fortunately, my son, um, he handles pretty much everything now, so oh, wow. I don't have to. That makes it nice. Yeah, my father-in-law retired, right, exactly. thank God. And, there we go. Um, now my son just takes care of everything else. So, so you have cattle? Like, do you? Personally, oh yes. Okay. Well, of course, we we got to have some. Yes. You know, but we just got a couple of cows is all now. Mm -hmm. And then the ranch, um, my son looks after for another guy that's putting cattle on on there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but anyway, that's getting way into the weeds. No. But, no, I, I just, a friend has some um, farm animals and just showed like a picture of baby calf. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, oh, like I would have them as pets, not, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be <laughs> <laughs> ranching them very well. Cause yeah. I'd probably no, if have you work them. a ranch, you don't see them as pets because I grew up that way as well. Yeah, no, no. You see them as work. Yes, oh. uh, lots of lots work. work. Early hours, work. late hours. Every oh, day. Right. But yeah, and it's, it's, it's similar. And I, I look for when we um, we interview for apprentices, mm. um, we have a lot of the, the foothill communities and the farm communities. I'm not against the people from the city, but those kids have grown up, mm -hmm. getting up in the morning, working, working before school. Right. They actually mm. know how to turn a wrench, and um, they've got a commitment and drive to do it. Sure. So, I understand work. I use the example of myself when as an apprentice, I'm going through the high school, working on a dairy farm. My family had dairy. So we're working on a dairy farm for a short period of time, you know, where, where I could handle that. Then went from there working on a boat in the Gulf of Mexico, working oh. on a boat, which is harder work than a dairy farm, believe it or not. And so I, I got to figure out something else to do in my life, which the apprenticeship program was a great way to go. So, but it does show you want to work, no doubt. Right. Oh, say oh, hi. Podcast. No, come on. Say podcast. hello. Come on. Come no, you, no, you got to say hi. Introduce hello. yourself. Just hi. look that way. There's the camera. Oh, and then you can, yeah, <laughs> well, it's not live, so we can edit anything Thank out. You. But yeah. What do you need me to say? I don't know. Are you done with me? Because I can just leave no. right now. <laughs> no, you're not done. Or do you work? Like, I don't. I'm an Nika chapter manager. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Just join in. Oh, grab a chair. Yeah. yeah. I'll say with her and Jerry uh, Champlin two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Should we pull Super up a chair, coach. Ben, or just leave it like this? What do you think? Yeah, pull the chair. No. Uh-uh. Put your stuff down. Just sit here for just a second. Just Because Todd came and corralled me. I did? Yeah. Here. Yeah, sit here, grab the mic. No, this is how this works. We're gonna roll with it. No, see the camera. No, you're good. Just grab the mic and talk into it. And hello, I love guests. This is great. So, Sarah, tell us a little bit about you. Um, I am a East Central California chapter Nika chapter manager, and I've been a manager now for about three years, almost three years. So it's been a it's been a good role. So it's busy. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you stay very busy. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you get into the industry? How did you get involved? Well, that's kind of a loaded question. Oh, man. <laughs> that's what we like, the loaded hard questions. Um, so my father uh, has been in the industry for 36 years, and so I was kind of born into it mm -hmm. in a way. Um, I ended up going to college, doing something completely different, and then I just kind of came home so um, now I've been doing this for three years and it's been a great ride so um, really anytime cool. you find parents recommending for their children to get involved in the industry it's worth 
paying attention to, right? Yes. Exactly. Says something about it. That's exactly. good. Well, it's I like did the same thing with my son as well. <laughs> yeah. Talked about it earlier. <laughs> yes. He's in the program as well, starting out for that reason. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. As you're talking, I'm like, oh, she's just telling my story. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling all, yeah. we just connected. Meet my new best friend Hi. there, everyone, right? <laughs> like, but that's, it's so interesting yeah. when you say that feeling of coming home. And I mm -hmm. had similar where it's, mm -hmm. you know, I needed to do my own stuff. I needed yeah. to kind of explore. And, um, and all those things helped me right, um, exactly. in what I'm doing now. But yep. that feeling of coming back and being able to contribute Absolutely. differently. You know, it's different than what family members did. But being able to contribute to the industry in that way. So that's that's really awesome. Yes, that, very cool. Yes. Yeah, well, thank you so much for <laughs> stopping course. by. And yes, go have so dinner. Good. I think you guys are going to a yummy dinner. So yeah, um, it's, well, it's, we're calling it a thank you dinner to uh, Earl. Yeah, Earl. Oh, very well. Yeah. Um, this Hi, is Tell Earl, thank you for everything as well. And yes. I'll, I'll get to see him hopefully tomorrow sometime, but great. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> all right, well, thank you all again thank so much. Hello, I'm Clovis Brown. I'm the training director in Memphis, Tennessee for Memphis Electrical JTC. Sweet. Hello, I'm Nicholas Nibley. I'm on the uh, board for uh, the NJTC in Memphis, and I'm also assistant business manager Local 474. Awesome. No, you're not done. Oh, you're not done. We, we're not <laughs> oh, that easy. You got to keep the mic though. You got to okay. keep the mic. Right. So well, tell me, questions, that's here you go. We're going to keep them that simple, but keep that mic on you. Um, favorite part of what you do? What's your favorite part uh, of the work you do? The favorite part of what I do is I love to see uh, the apprentices come in there and go from zero knowledge to turning out and immediately becoming foreman and general foreman on projects. That's, that's so awesome because they've taken the knowledge that is here and available uh, and they've maximized it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's exciting too when you watch an apprentice come in from day one not knowing anything and all of a sudden they top out of the program, going to work as a journeyman or foreman as you just described or back as an instructor. Uh, that's why we do it, no doubt. That's why we do it. We don't do it for the pay. There's no doubt about that. It's just all, you got to love the industry. You got to love the brother sisterhood of the IBW to do it. So right. Thank you very much. And I, I would say outside of that, uh, probably so, the things that have that touched my, my heart more deeply is uh, apprentices that have come to me that have had issues and they want to quit the program and mm -hmm. I've talked them out of it mm -hmm. and you know and after they complete and they're like thank you so much for talking me through that and, and uh, uh, just believing in me so I could get through this program uh, so that that means a lot I love mm -hmm. to see those guys oh very much so and it also shows the value of mentorship and uh, that, that guidance and coaching that somebody elder in our industry can bring to it the younger generation great move because we're dealing with people no matter what you know it's yes we're trying to um, help them to become great electricians and then move forward with their career wherever they want to go but ultimately we're dealing with people that have real issues real life circumstances and good days bad days and it's important that we do create that community and that brother and sisterhood mm -hmm. you know to where we can be there for each other that's super important so what's your favorite part of being on the committee in Memphis what do you well being that this is my first year uh, I, I, I'm excited about learning, uh, finding ways to make close job easier, sure. uh, making the apprentices uh, become better electricians, upgrade our program and bring it to the standards to where we're at in 20, coming up in 2021, 22. Right. Uh, our, our predecessors in the past have done a great job, mm -hmm. but this is a new time and a new age where things are changing. 
and we've got to change with them in order to keep up with the industry. Nick, brother, can I get you to say that before my opening talk tomorrow morning? That's what we're talking about. Exactly what we need. So, so you're not presenting. Exactly. We've Perfect. got, yeah, like we've got a new presenter. Exactly. It's so important, though, because there's, you know, the saying goes, and I think I'll probably end up yeah. saying this tomorrow as well, but there's nothing more constant than change. You know, and so the minute we try to stay stagnant, we lose out. Well, you know, behind. we get behind. Sure. And, and so I think that's important that we, and the freshness that I'm sure you're right. bringing to the, right. to the committee, to the industry is we, great. We appreciate the older guys, but it's, time for us to move them aside and let the younger generation come in and take over. You just scared him. I saw fear and no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, you're the younger generation. See, I like, but it is, it's, you have to value the history. Yeah, the value that we've got yes. to where we're at now through the value we've gained through our, our elder journeymen in the industry today, our senior journeymen that are there in the foreman. Those guys have been around for years just doing it. They've achieved quite a lot. Let's learn from them. Like you say, Nick, as well, let's do that, buddy. But it's time. Technology's come mm-hmm. evolved. Different different era, different age, different generation. You're right. It's right. time we got to go. Right. Let's keep that value. Let's go and let's figure out how we go from there. Right. So, great move. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so sometimes people don't luck out on these things. Um, they were just talking outside of the room, mm-hmm. and Todd and I kind of went out and said, well, if you're going to be this close talking. They were standing at the right place at the right time. <laughs> so, <it> uh, <laughs> So we have two very unwilling participants at this moment that are being forced, uh, not paid, but forced to be in here. So will you guys just introduce and let everyone know who's in here with us? Yeah, I'm Carl Brelsford, uh, training coordinator, Utah Electrical Training Alliance. And coming from a very long way, very, very long way. Yes, and I'm Madison Burnett, training director uh, for Las Vegas Electrical JTC. <laughs> Madison's far enough away from home, though. We both got that purple and gold blood that runs through our veins like a Baton Rouge. Okay, so wait, okay. Grab that mic and tell. So you're from, I think I knew that, but you're from Louisiana, correct? I I called New Orleans home. I was born in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. but high school and college was was New Orleans and all those important first, um, you know. (laughs) Yeah, we won't do a lot of the important first. No, no. So I call call Louisiana home. Okay. Uh, So instant bonding between the two of you. Yeah, that's right. And then LSU. You just fell in love with LSU. Okay. Okay. But now you're here in Vegas and you're a wonderful host um, to us. You're so great when we get to come here every year, minus 2020, of course. Um, So yeah, thank you for that. And then you're Utah, right? Are you from there originally or? Yeah, we're, I'm uh, originally from Utah, uh, born and raised Utah. Uh, great location, neighboring state here of Nevada, short airplane ride to the regional seminar. Uh, great to share experiences with other training directors. Yeah, so is that why I was gonna ask, like when you come here for that, is that what maybe yeah, you enjoy I most? Yeah, I'm here for the, uh, the training. Uh, Seems like the the legal counsel we get here is, uh, you know, top notch. Seems to draw the most interest. Some of the other programs, it's nice to see the updates that are going through. Uh, recently, we did uh, do our first beep uh, entrance uh, of Sergeant Schoolcraft. I uh, got started in our program second year. Uh, I can be an advocate of that program and the training that. The Alaska JATC done with that. Uh, well, thank you for that veteran. very much participating there. And we're going to speak about that tomorrow. So if you want to speak up about it, yeah, thank you. We'll do, I'll, I'll ask you for that. Thank you. <laughs> we also use this to recruit people to speak during our okay. sessions. So it's right. great. Right. Yeah, that's Madison. I mean, I know it's not a long journey for you to come right. to the regional, but you're so faithful to be here. Yes. And I know, I think you're kind of a staple. People come here and they see Madison and they feel good about being here. So 
but you come for the same reasons. Yeah, yeah. I I sure do, for the motivation, Mm -hmm. uh, all the information I gather, what I learn, and you can't hear it enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And it helps give you the tools to run your program and everything you need. And what Carl was talking about, VEEP, we getting our first student. We just signed an agreement, I think, yesterday. I got the email. I had to do that virtual signing or whatever it's called. So we're excited about that. And it's uh, um, uh, they don't tell you who it is, but I know it's someone I think associated with Nellis Air Force Base. So so we're really excited about that. Thank you very much for that. We're excited about that program as well. Getting feedback from our training directors like yourselves is always of special value to me, but at least it lets us know we're making the progress we work and we're going the right direction. Because if what we make doesn't benefit you and your job and apprentices, we fail. Yes. So you let them know that works is great. Thank you. Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so you're here, you're networking, and you were trying to have a private conversation. And so <laughs> we're going to let them go back to that. But we do appreciate you all stepping in and taking a few moments just to chat. So well, thank you so much. Well, I love having you guys and, and yeah. coming to Las Vegas. Yeah. This is a, a, a great honor. Really, well, thank here. you. So thank you. And thank uh, 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 ETA. Uh, NTI, I mean, going back to when I first started this in 96 with iGroup mm-hmm. and where I'm at today, yeah. it would be because of IBW, mm-hmm. NECA yeah. program and yeah. stuff. And being able now as training director to get an opportunity to men and women is, mm-hmm. is, uh, is just a great honor. So, That's well, incredible. Thank you, thank you so thank much. You we did not. We did not pay you for that, correct? Uh, you did not pay me for Thank that, you. but we'll talk about oh. uh, some more wine. <laughs> okay, more wine for Madison. We're going to go on that one. You're going to sing. You're going to sing. You know, sometimes you get people, you ask people to come in and do this, and then you regret it Cindy, instantly. you can say no. You can say no. <laughs> and I think that this is the first time that I'm like, did we just ask? Did we? I think we messed Give up on way. this one. We're not going to sing. This is not a, oh, a singing okay. show. Okay. But I mean, uh, you know, everything has. Oh, yeah. we're losing people. <laughs> now we're losing people. Okay, just introduce yourselves. Tell us. You can sing your introduction if you're really feeling. Oh, no, trust me. Okay. No. Uh, my name is Tim Fowler. I'm the training director in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Been involved with uh, training for 22 years now, 21 years. Um, been the director now for almost a year. Um, really like what I do. Uh, it's all about, uh, for, for me, it's all about the, uh, uh, the apprentices and trying to get them better prepared for our industry. And I have a lot of vision, uh, whether I can make that work with uh, our training partners and our committees. Uh, we'll see how that goes in the next year or two, but uh, that's part of what I do. Yeah. yeah. Tim, that's a challenge, right? How you can make the vision grow and how you can implement your vision, get people to buy in is there. Uh, the, buy-in, the buy-in has been tough because of COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of had them going my direction. We had a lot of work mm-hmm. in our area, um, and then it kind of slowed down, and then all of a sudden we had, you know, the three whammies. We had, of course, um, a big job that slowed down right. in our in our jurisdiction, and then all of a sudden, you know, we, we're into 2020 and election year, and then COVID. Mm-hmm. So it really hit us hard. Yeah. But uh, that vision, uh, you know, and I've tried to instill it in uh, Freddie Combs, my assistant director. He's been on almost a year, and the things that I want to implement, I hope he has the same passion to implement it and proceed when I hang mm-hmm. it up, which will not be 
Alone. Conversation's not allowed here. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Conversation's not allowed. That here. will get edited. <laughs> not really, but we're editing that. Okay. But Tim did so. say something pretty amazing here, though, which you got to admit. He's been Tim said something amazing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sometimes it sometimes happens. I'm sometimes it happens. <laughs> and it's a fact he's been a oh. training director for about a year now, and he's still liking what he's doing. Ooh. Most training directors really realize Let me it's, tell a, it's you, a job. It's, it's, it's a job. It's a job. I love doing what I do. Now, do I have the temperament at times to <laughs> deal with committee issues? Yeah. No, yeah. but right. I love my job. Yeah. Uh, we say, I say it every day, I have the best job in the world right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I really do. And I'm thankful every day that I've had the opportunity that I've, especially as late in my career as right. I've got it. Um, you know, you don't see many assistant training directors at 60. And then right. you don't see a whole lot of new training directors at 63. Mm -hmm. right. But uh, I hope I still have enough energy and passion that uh, it, some of it bleeds off to my instructors, uh, to the apprentices. Uh, we've been out because of COVID for a year and a half, and I can't wait. I've, I know, right? I've been adamant about know, bringing right? them back in January the 1st. I wanted to come back in uh, actually November, but my committee... Uh, they seen otherwise and right. they took a big hand this year where they didn't last year so uh, you know we're, we're trying to work all the issues out but uh, I'm a hands-on kind of guy and mm. I think uh, I think we need to be training better and, and better uh, hands-on with more opportunities for our apprentices to uh, be involved mm. uh, mm -hmm. most of the guys that go on our trade they're they're hands-on people anyway Right. So the more that we can introduce to them, the, the better off we are. Yeah. Absolutely. So. No pressure here, but you're supposed to be on his vision. So can you just, mm. I would suggest if he has anything to do with your job, you just say, yes, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> on board with But we it. want you to be honest so uh, lightning doesn't strike. Right. I'm afraid it comes like he, he said, assistant training director. Uh, me and Tim actually started teaching the same day uh, sure in oh. 2000. Wow. Yeah. So we've known one another for a long time. And... Uh, We've got a lot of the same ideals and discuss a lot of things. And, uh, I'm looking forward to after he leaves to hopefully fulfill mm -hmm. his position and keep his dream going and my dreams and just make that it bigger be and better. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've we've been together a long time, so it's it's, it's, and it's, it's obvious nice you guys have the passion, so that's what's great. Yeah. That's what we have to have. When I see you have it in both. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. good. Right? And yeah, you can feel it. the passion, but also I love that you know the connection you guys have. Oh, you know, you've had all this time together to to get to know each other, build it. Because in a position like we have, it's oh, not like a boss or you know a, a subordinate under you yeah. right it, he's almost like a little brother which kind can make it kind of <laughs> hard but yet then yeah. again we have we've known each other so long been through so much together in years past mm -hmm. and i never so, had met him till right. the first night of school right so, yeah that's such a great story yeah. i love it i love it well thank, thank you. you so much for thank taking you. a few minutes thank you and for your time. Being here, enjoy thank yeah you enjoy uh, vegas okay, can i get my arm back with that no <laughs> no we're finished you can have your arm back <laughs> thanks guys thank, thank you. you so much now okay i met you at a new training director seminar in maryland that's like very true it's been a Three, two. You found me outside the hotel trying to figure out where we were actually That's going, right. and we ended up all running in through. Oh gosh, where's that crab bomb from? Jerry's. Jerry's. We ended up all running to Jerry's. Yep. Six hundred twenty-nine days yes. ago. Six hundred twenty-nine. <laughs> okay. 
Todd's doing a count on how long it's been since people have been together. So the last regional's been 643 days, so the new training director seminar has been 629. Okay. Oh my God. So it's been a while. It has yeah. been a while. Yeah. Well, but we get we rode together, I think. Did. Like we ended up having, you got to ride with Steve Strickland. Oh, I did. Yeah, we apologize. You, you kidnapped sorry, me sorry. from the be from the hotel. <laughs> you kidnapped me all the way there, but it was, yeah. it was good. It was, it was good. good. It was all good. It was all good. Oh. But anyway, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. No. Let everybody know who you are. Certainly. Uh, my name is Doug Ziegenhagen. I'm the assistant training director of uh, IBW Local 357's Electrical JATC of Southern Nevada. Uh, I'm on home turf here, so it's easy for me. Uh, sitting aside is Matthew Apfel, assistant training director in the same place, <laughs> IBW 357 Electrical JATC. Speaking of new training director conferences, we're going to have to get you out there for one of those Ooh. pretty soon. Yeah. We yeah. come up probably Matt. in the spring, we'll have another. Yeah. yeah. One in spring, yeah. we'll do yeah. another. Well, Matt came on with us in May of this mm -hmm. year and uh, finally helped shoulder some of the workload that we get out here. And uh, I don't want to say elder statesman in him a little bit, but I've been showing him a little bit of the ropes. And yeah. uh, a lot of the what seminars that we're going to see here today are super valuable. Mm -hmm. or, and over the regional course, the uh, yeah, USERA ERISA, the V oh. programs, the residential and installer sessions, all that stuff. Uh, I've had a, a couple of runs with it at NTI and the last couple in-person functions. I don't know how many days ago that was. <laughs> <laughs> but Todd does. I'm sure Todd does. We'll stop on the days. There we go. But no, I'm, I'm just grateful, honestly, and especially in a town like this one, we were uh, eavesdropping on the fellows you had in here before yeah. about, you know, getting back to work, getting school back in person. We've been very fortunate in Las Vegas with all of our uh, NECA contractors, our casino owners, and all these guys. We've been very provisional. Our back to, you know, our lifeblood is coming back. Our in-person conversations are coming back, which is very fortunate for us. Yeah, it's, we can share information. We can send documents back and forth. We can do all, but we can't build the relationships and the trust and the value you get by working yeah. until you meet face-to-face. -face. Right. So that's why I know the days, because I've been counting them down. <laughs> I want to it's been 123, for example, since NTI that we had in Michigan, 123. Well, I was going to say, we harassed the apprentices. You know, you can't, you can't learn how to bend conduit out of a textbook. You know, you can't right. watch an online video and get the feel of it. you got to come down. you got to come to the training center. That's how we uh, learn. Right. We learn. We, we have a career. We learn by doing things yeah, with exactly. our hands, building. we got to yeah. learn the same way. Well, right. uh, NTI year one, you know, the kinesthetic, the visual, and the auditory right. learner, you know, we got into this because we're mechanical. That's it. Right. And uh, keeping guys at home, you know, even watching through a, a TV screen just doesn't do the job. Doesn't do the same. Yeah. That's well, uh, the driver. Um, my ride from the airport to the hotel was he was talking about how things were here like ghost town yeah. you know during the <laughs> pandemic and he said it's just you know vegas is so far from that oh, yeah. that it was just odd he said it was really eerie i was actually like, i was actually sharing a story out there with a few of the guys we were talking about uh you know how we're so used to walking population you know right. we're so used to everything being open and active and uh come march when the pandemic really kind of hit the west coast and everything shut down uh, I do some hobby photography, and I've actually got some fascinating photos of just all of our landmarks completely barren. Well, they're eerie. Well, it, it, it's scary well. for anybody who's kind of seen the populace here and seen what we are now, yeah. even to what we were, you know, 2019, circa 2019. Right. Uh, we're back, you know, it's, yeah. it's nice. We're moving around again. It's a good thing. It's great. So how are you enjoying it? I know May, yeah, is that? How do you like the job? Yeah, how are you? <laughs> no so, pressure. Yeah, no, no pressure. real pressure. You know, I, I, I love it. Um, a, a little backstory on me. Um, uh, it was actually an organized hand, IBW 357. Mm -hmm. um, took my first class at JTC 2007, 2008, and I kind of never left. 
I just, uh, I literally enjoyed the class that I took. And, and for me, it was odd because I was someone, you know, born and raised in Vegas right. um, in this school district, hating school and education. I just absolutely mm-hmm. loathed it. But then I literally took this class and I, I hit it off with the instructor. And um, he just kept showing up. I kept showing up. <laughs> literally, I kept showing up. And the next class, I said, when's the next class? When's the next class? And I kept showing up. And it got to the point to where literally, the instructor with the then assistant training director came to me and said, well, I guess we should start paying you to do this. So they hired me on as an instructor. There we go. And that, you know, and then that was, that was over 10 years ago. And, um, and then since then, I've just kind of hung out. And then literally just this last <laughs> May, um, Doug kept, and our, showing up. our <laughs> training director, <laughs> literally once again. I could have given you some warning about that ahead of time. You know? that's, yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's who we look for, the person always asking the yeah. questions, always yep. doing yeah, that person's involved, so you want to have involved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he really right. was wise, yeah, he would have exactly. learned by my example. Exactly. That's how I got it. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but that's that's kind of the trend for a lot of the things that we do and that we have going on here mm-hmm. is just we've been pushing through even mm-hmm. through a lot of, you know, the unfortunate realities that we face. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, um, you know, we've pers- persevered through these times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the initiatives that we've been doing is is has been paying off. You know, it's right. a lot of hard work, a lot of hours. And um, honestly, uh, we've been growing, you know, yeah. in the last few years. It's uh, yeah. a, a, not a, a matter of fact, but it's just a, a matter of initiative. Eighty mm. percent of our lifeblood in Las Vegas is built on the casino industry. Right. Uh, the mining oh. industry and the tech industries that we have are right. just small fractions. So with uh, the casinos going into hiatus and, and shuttering and those types of things, we had more people seeking the essential worker qualities and characteristics right. than anything else. Right. Uh, with the expansion of our staff, we've got 32 curriculum instructors, over 19 separate classes covering five-year wireman and four-year tech program, 30-plus awesome. elective courses we teach. Uh, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's been a boon. That sounds awful. But it's definitely been an opportunity sure. for us to yeah. engage the folks that are I've said the same thing. We had to shift how we did our work and how we focused, but I actually, mm-hmm. our throughput's improved over time, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Good for everybody. Well, isn't that, I mean, that, you know, life happens. You can't stop. You know, we mm-hmm. enjoy the good, mm-hmm. but when the bad comes, it's tough. But a lot of times that's where most of our growth and that's how we kind of grow together and then also right. as people and then in situations and you do find that rainbow, right? I mean, there's, you know, and, and, you know, I don't, I wouldn't even go so far as feeling guilty, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you'll be like, it was such a terrible thing, but this one good thing came there's out. And so there's nothing wrong. You just take advantage of the situation right. you got to right. find a way to grow. Because you go. can't fix, you can't stop this. Right. So what right. can we do right. with it? I'm so say, yeah. you guys will tolerate me for just one more. Go, go, uh, go. <laughs> uh, talking about our growth, especially during the pandemic, uh, eavesdropping on the fellows before said they're getting, you know, they're ready to get back to in-person. Right. Uh, in our response with the pandemic, and this is where Matt and I really got our association, our chops together, uh, I think we we were out of school for a week, mm-hmm. uh, even mm-hmm. in March of 19. Right. Within uh, two weeks, we uh, revamped our program. We turned to a virtual environment. Mm-hmm. We uh, had a rotating track of in-person apprentices. We did study and office mm-hmm. hours. Just, you know, just our regular way of doing business mm-hmm. has been evolved mm-hmm. by this so much. Right. Uh, since uh, in March of 19, when it hit the West Coast, as I mentioned before. 20. 
Yeah. He said March of 19, and I was what, like, what wait it? a minute, because time, <laughs> how many days? Is, no. How many days, Todd? Oh, no, how many days has it been? You, no, it's just when you said that, I thought, wait a minute. Yeah, but I know what you meant. So it's only 29 days since it hit the West Coast. We shut everything down middle of March. Okay, see that. That's how long it's, it's been. It's been blurring everything <laughs> together. Every, no, I don't even, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, uh, we've we've seen great value in our activity. We've seen great nice. value in our continuation. The apprentices seek a value in it. Uh, even though they won't admit it to your face and they'll give you a bunch of crap oh, yeah. about it on the other side, mind my, my language. Oh, uh, you're <laughs> They are appreciative for the time and the efforts right. that we put in to keep them operating. And even more so. They'll let you know yeah. that when they top out and come back and say, you mm -hmm. were right. You were right. I didn't listen, yeah. but you were right. They, they never appreciate it when right. you're in the thick yeah. of it, yeah. but you know what? Those three, four years yeah. later when they come back and shake right. your hand during a, an elective course or something yeah. Yeah. and they never yeah. leave, uh, yeah. they really appreciate uh, That's the why we do it, right? Right. And there's one thing that we do when we engage at our local unit meetings and at our general meetings is that we, you know, besides giving the reports, you know, we make it a point to tell our membership the things that we're doing, mm. the elective classes that we're offering. And then we always tell them, this is the JTC is a place for all members, apprenticeship, journeyman, no matter. And if you want to be involved, if you want to join our ranks, if you feel passionate about something, come down and talk to us. Right. And that's been very fruitful for right. us. Mm. Um, the what's and in your wallet. You know? The yeah. what's in your wallet. You know? and, and, you know, and it's a lot of our response mm -hmm. through our trust committee, through our, you know, through the me, uh, membership and Nikasai, you know, ha has been awesome. Um, and Doug was mentioning some of those apprentices that they don't like to admit it when they're in the programs and then in the thick of things. But some of our best instructors now are those that just came out or just mm -hmm. came through the program yeah, really. and then right. see that value hindsight and right. then want to give back or want to participate in it. Right. So, and then a lot of our, um, through their pandemic response and a lot of the initiatives for new classes mm -hmm. and new rollout is, is, is a reactionary, but mm -hmm. is also preemptive because we see how the labor market is going. We see how the trends of education are going. So right. brand new technology upgrades to our facility enabled mm -hmm. us to do virtual education and offer mm -hmm. education to our virtual students mm -hmm. and in classroom. Mm -hmm. Right. So training it's, 30 instructors how to Zoom in a weekend. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Taking instructors that have little to no technological background and yeah. then teaching them That's how to That's quite an achievement for an instructor yeah. to do that. I agree. Yeah, yeah, well, I know. Besides, it says, okay, well, now you're going to be able to do LMS reviews for your in-classroom and, oh, yes, guess what? You have 24 in room and you have 24 online. And, then, and it's just but teaching them how to do that, navigate right. those two different right. elements of mm -hmm. education. Right. But that's what we've done. That's what we've had to do. And it's been successful. Yeah. It's outstanding work, guys. Yeah. Thank and what you. we're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And I think you make a great point just to kind of end it is like you never know which person um, that may seem like they're not as engaged or they may feel mm -hmm. like, you know, they, they give you that hard time. But you never know how much you're impacting yep. them and what they'll come back to do, become an instructor training director, you never go on to own their own business. Earlier, they want to be the yeah. contractor, working on the NACA side of the committee now, sure. the same yeah. thing. So, hey, so you I, just I, never know. I top off every class with, yeah. I'm training you to take my job. So. That's it. There you go, <laughs> exactly. right, that's exactly. it. That's yeah. it, well thank you so Hopefully much for spending some time. And, uh, we appreciate it. Us. I appreciate yeah. you guys. All Thanks, right, guys. thank you. Thank you guys. Todd, how fun was that? Uh, how cool was that, right? See, people we actually work for, when you think about it, and who we're trying to support, uh, getting their Suggestions, comments, general, hey, how are you? Nothing to do with work, comments along the way. I love that too. Just build relationships, keep, mm -hmm. them work. keep it working with our, our, our customers. When we said we wanted to do this, we wanted to be able to take the podcast remote when we could. So we got to try it out in Vegas because where else would you try something new? We said that? 
Someone said you know. that. I don't know who said it. But someone said we good were going to try good that. Idea. It worked out good. Yeah. But it was, and we didn't have to like, you know, pull teeth. I think most people were really happy to come and sit down and chat. So that was, that was a good time. And we actually ended up running out of time. I had several people come up afterwards saying, oh, I meant to get to you. But they were so busy, like just chatting away with other participants that they forgot to come see us. But that's a good thing that, that they were good. busy and enjoying themselves. Right, so. Why you put their name on a list and so we get them the next Oh, yeah. They're going to volunteer, right? Oh, I've already warned everybody. Like, oh, no, I, I know where you're from, you know, <laughs> so we will find you and get you on this podcast. Um, thank you so much, seriously, to those who stopped by to say hello and chat with us during the reception. We really appreciated that. And again, we are coming for those who didn't make it. Big thanks to you, the listeners, for taking your time to join us. And remember, we want to hear from you. So if there are topics that you'd love for us to cover, just send me an email at saywhat at electricaltrainingalliance.org. Our next episode will be in February, where we will be joined by the team at the Cassandra Banks Foundation, whose mission is to build a more inclusive industry. Until then, stay connected with us through our newsletters, blog posts, social media, through this podcast that you're going to subscribe to and make sure to tell someone about. Stay powered up, and we will see you next time. Say what?